Oh my god, we're matching like almost head to toe. I'm wearing black pants. Yeah, so it's not head to toe at all. It's literally just our tops. Okay, alright. I look like shit. Yeah, same, honestly. Do we look as tired as we feel? Alright. Alright. Time for a caffeinated bowl of S. M. Soup! I thought you were just going to be like, Soup. No. <laughs> I don't know why you said I'm so depressed. The most I can must say. Do we want to postpone? We can do this another time. No, 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 no. I'm excited. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to SM Soup. Where we talk about... No. The number one podcast. With soup in the name, but not on the brain. I'm Shelby. I'm Spencer. And where we ponder life's biggest questions, like, waiter, how's the suit made? All right, you're killing me. <laughs> How you been, Shelby? I've been okay. How you been since the last time we recorded? I've been okay. okay. How have you been? <laughs> been pretty good, I guess. Wow, that's good. What have you been up to? Oh, literally nothing. I just sit at my computer for 10 hours a day. A lot of work. And try to not get headaches every hour so i bought a nice roller yeah i was like i deserve something nice it's been great honestly i've had it one day <laughs> and i think it's life-changing mm. and not for any of the reasons that i would say it's advertised for i just like to sit there and roll my temples mm. because they hurt um and also i've realized we've changed a lot as people recently like you and me yeah like oh. we run out of butter knives now oh okay what does that have like, to do I with used, the ice roller I, nothing i've moved on like i used to think <laughs> like i used to think we were people who didn't even need butter knives besides like the occasional like oh this piece of bread wasn't cut very well but we like run out of butter knives now in our okay. week. That's crazy. Well, because we still through... only have like seven butter knives. I know. Uh, that's what I'm saying, though, because we've had that set for years. And like we've had pieces that we've like, oh, we have to go get more because we use them so much. Like we had to go get more forks like immediately upon having our set. And then we had to go and get more spoons. Because we kept running out of bowls. And what do you use most time for a bowl? A spoon. I hear you said we kept running out of bowls, but didn't say that we needed to get more bowls. We did get more bowls. I know. We had like three sets of bowls. I know, but you said we kept running out of bowls, so we got more spoons. (laughs) How does that solve your issue? Well, I'm saying is like, as we built our, our eating set, we've been like, wow, this is a category we use a lot. And whether we did have a dishwasher, didn't have a dishwasher, whatever the situation was, we were like, we need more of this to get through our week. Why did we have my? Wait, why are we going through knives? I don't know. I'm saying we're clearly different people now because these same seven butter knives have lasted us since like 2018. Okay. I don't get what you're And now we're going through them. And I think the big thing is that now we make our own bagels. Yeah, I was going to bring this up. Yeah, go ahead. You brought it up in a... Weirder way? Yeah, dumber way. Okay, cool. 
I was going to bring no, it please, up. No, please, try your way. No, okay. cut it back. Yeah. All right. Start Rewind. over. Act like Shelby Spencer, what have you been doing this Act week? Act like you didn't hear that Shelby's made homemade bagels. Spencer, what? I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I said we've been having bagels. You said homemade. Oh. You said we make our own bagels They now. could have maybe thought it was you. <laughs> I didn't say I do. No, I know, but come on now. Okay. Spencer, what have you been up to this week? Well, I was going to say, Shelby, that there's something that I'm a little pissed off about. What are you pissed off about? Once again, you have done something, and f- you've done it for the first time, Uh huh. and you were just immediately good at it. I wouldn't argue that. They were okay. They were really good. They were okay. Shelby made bagels. I did. And they were good, especially for somebody who was doing it for the first time. They were very messy to make. They were messy to make, but this was before you did the... Uh, yeah. So now, today, when you make more, you're going to try and do it with like yeah. less water or whatever. Yeah. I had to but look, I also think... I had to look up some tips and tricks to general baking. I feel um, like the rolls that we things. that we then had yeah. were almost too dry. I know. I agree. Okay. I think I got right. to find a middle ground. Right. Nice. Glad we were in a grant. Glad we talked about this. Basically, I'm learning... Some of the basics to baking I should have just known for most of my life. I guess. But um, instead, my brain always just goes, it's baking. You have to have the ingredients exactly as they are on paper, which in one way, kind of. But in another way, it still matters about ratio more than. This ratio. Consist- it matters about ratio and consistency more than this like ratio. what someone wrote down one upon, once upon a time. So I had to Google a bunch of shit. And they were like, oh, but how how humid is it? And I was like, I don't know. It's the heat, not the humidity, you know, like shit like that. So so we made our own bagels. Probably made bagels. And we used everything bagel seasoning. Shelby used everything bagel seasoning. And um, it was it was a good experience as a whole. And it they was our breakfast really like all week. They came out really good. And we're getting into like we don't have a toaster <laughs> so we just kind of heat them up and dry them out a little bit and then spread whatever we want we on them bake them in the oven yeah that's not really doing there. it's not doing anything other than effectively heat, heating them up them. and drying them out what's the difference between like what's the toast i don't setting? know but ours don't baking? toast they do they get no, hard. they don't yes they do not nearly like a good toast well probably because we're just impatient no it's because we want a toaster Let me Google it. Toast versus baking. I just don't know what the difference is. Oh, I think toast probably only like does one side of, like you know how like, like I'm guessing there's heat on top and heat below. Yeah. With baking and with toasting, it probably only sets the top right and just toasts like the top. I think so. I'm wondering if that's it because I'm thinking of like the toaster oven we had and like the heating coils. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, if you didn't know, Shelby has this knack for picking up something for the first time and being like pretty okay at it and then instantly is just good at it. That's kind of annoying. But also, I benefit. So, yeah. I get good bagels. We need to make another batch after this because we ate them all. Yep. 
They're great on egg sandwiches. They're great on egg sandwiches. They're great with peanut butter. <laughs> great with cream cheese. I don't get the whole everything with peanut butter. Oh Not my very good. God, I think it's fine. Listen. I didn't say it wasn't fun. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't think it's good. I don't know. It just doesn't bother me. And It's not about bothering you. Like, I just don't I, understand. Okay. Like, why wouldn't you just make... Like, you're telling me that you hey. like everything yes. bagel seasoning yes. and peanut butter. Yeah. Like... I don't really more like plain bagels. Like, more than you like... A plain bagel is just like bread. Basically. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. You don't like peanut butter bread. I do. But if it's on a bagel... When you're eating a bagel, there's just more. There's just more breadiness there. Like it's more than just a piece of bread. (laughs) It's like thicker. I mean, it is more than a piece of bread. So when you're eating it, like it's different from like toasting a piece of like wheat bread. You're like, okay, I'll just eat this really quick. But but when you put it on a bagel, the bread ratio feels so much more that I never feel like I get the peanut butter ratio right. And I'd rather not slap a shit ton of peanut butter on there. And then sometimes I feel like I'm just like gnawing on bread for three hours straight. So I like a little bit of flavor on the bread of a bagel so that it doesn't feel so just like whatever. Also, growing up, my parent, my family is obsessed with flavored bagels and flavored cream cheeses, but I'm not a big fan of cream cheese, so I had to get used to putting peanut butter on whatever don't flavored bagel was there. I don't understand how you aren't a big fan of cream cheese when every fucking dip we I have know. has cream cheese in I'm it. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just I wouldn't go at a block of cream cheese. Why? Because it doesn't seem appealing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. I get what you're saying, but it tastes good. Okay. It's like mayonnaise. Do mayonnaise taste good? Do mayonnaise taste good? I don't know, dude. Yeah, like especially mayonnaise if you freak me especially out. if you use it as like a base for a sauce, I think it's good. That's true, I guess. I used to be obsessed with mayonnaise. Really? That's disgusting. I used to love mayonnaise. You're disgusting. Okay. Glad we had this conversation. <laughs> uh no, like if I got like a hoagie. Yeah. Um, you just put mayo all over it. What are you saying? How do you feel about mayo? What? If you got a hoagie. Say mayo? Mayo. Why are you acting like I'm saying everything wrong right Ham now? Ham and cheese. You said bagel weird 17 times. <laughs> Ham and cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, mayo. I do still get mayo on my um, cheesesteak hoagies from back home. Mm. Would you put it on a hot dog? Would I put mayo on a hot dog? Yeah. That's two things that I don't like. That's so, fair. No. You like don't like mayo? Well, no, I... Are well, you saying you don't like mayo? Hang on. But you say you like mayo. Hang on. It's Sorry. like mayo. You love mayo. <laughs> I, I like mayo, but I don't... I don't need there to be other things i don't like mayo yeah you know it's a good consistency and a mayo just two ingredients mayo and hot dog sounds terrible sounds sounds terrible anything on hot dog sounds terrible to me shelby Um, i know you want to do a deep dive into something but you have something to talk about or you just want me to get onto it okay i just wanted to bring up a little fact that i shared with you to just talk about it real quick oh god Uh, i brought it up it was mike's intro for oh yeah, the good game, bad game podcast. Uh, we all have all found out that Clayton Kershaw, all-star caliber pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers, this works into our this discussion today. Our discussion, uh, World Series winner now, Cy Young winner, 
Uh, he won the pitching triple crown, I think. Nobody so who listens to this is going to okay, back well, me. He's a pitcher, and he's on my team. The Dodgers. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Continue. And? Wait, what? No, I'm just making sure, like, because sometimes I feel like you just, like, say a name, and you're like, everyone knows who that is. And so I'm just trying to make sure, like, place has been said. Top five pitcher in baseball. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying, like, sometimes you just brush over the facts. Most people would be like, how can I tie him to something? Probably the best pitcher (laughs) of our generation. Yeah. Um, okay, but that still doesn't mean people know. <laughs> I know. Okay. I I already got there. I am. I'm not saying these things now to say that like I've given okay, enough. Okay. 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 Yep. Stop interrupting me. <laughs> uh, he's a nepotism baby. Okay. His great uncle mm-hmm. discovered Pluto. Mm-hmm. Then sorry. did he? Then did he undiscover it? Because. What was that weird few years where it didn't exist as a planet? Well, that wasn't. I mean, no, no, no. He didn't just dis- like he just discovered Pluto. Okay. That's it. Did he name it himself? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you ruining this? Because ruining this I for just me? the I want to know to Look, what degree. Okay. Is involved. If so, like the person who fucking discovered the sun. Yeah. Right. They discovered it. They yeah. were the first to see it. They were the yeah. first to find it. Right. Yeah. From there, I don't know, okay? Okay. All it is is that he discovered it. Okay. All right, I don't know if he had a say in calling it a planet for the first time. I don't know if he had a say in then saying it wasn't a planet. And then I don't know if he had a say in calling that 10th planet a planet. So then they had to decide, is Pluto a planet? But if Pluto's not a planet, then nothing beyond Pluto can be a planet. I don't know if he had anything to do with any of that, okay? I just know that he saw Pluto. First. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I just think that's crazy. That is really crazy, actually. Because, um, like, I think the coolest thing to happen in my family is I moved to Boston. I think I own the coolest thing in my family. Really? Clayton Kershaw has to duke it out with his great uncle over World Series winner or discovered fucking Pluto. My great aunt tried to make it to every continent. The only one she didn't make it to was Antarctica. So they, when she passed away, they debated sending some of her stuff to Ant, like a pair of her shoes to Antarctica. Just say she like stepped on Antarctica. I hope to have fuck you money one day so that I can go to Antarctica. Because <laughs> the only way you can go there is yeah. if you're a scientist, right? Yeah, or you pay or yeah, you, you pay a money. shit ton of money to go on probably like a boat that has half scientists on it who are there. Literally, I just want to like dip a toe. It's so cold. <laughs> like, I just want to, like, put my foot. Like, I just want to touch it. and They'd have like, to cut it off immediately. We're good. I'm joking. Not, I'm joking. I'm, I'm going to have clothes on. I'm, I'm going to have boots, allegedly. Boots. You can go, like, kayaking down there. And Do your fucking shit. I'm up. so sick and tired of you with this episode. I, does that make Clayton Kershaw an epitism, maybe? No, it doesn't. It's just funny <laughs> because... Because, so, of course, something incredible happened in someone who's so, well, like, Yeah, I mean, I would say no because, like, I'm going to say no also. I feel like nepotism typically comes from like a parent, a direct relative. Also, it would have had to have like, I'd say like really set you up and influence you for like the life you've had. Right. And let's I be don't honest, think this most people who up. made discoveries. <laughs> what they get for didn't it? Didn't get a lot. Exactly. I would say. They maybe got their name mentioned once. Right. They like, got, they got recognition. 
Yeah, but it, recognition, I feel like in the community that talks about it, not on a grander maybe scale. Maybe it was easier for them to write like a thesis or a paper right. that got like put into a book and they got right. you know, royalties for it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. like, it would be a, you'd have an easier time. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's like a small trend. I feel like it's basically already dead going around TikTok because nepotism babies were like the conversation for the past Well, yeah, bit. because 2022 is like the year of Hollywood nepotism babies. I mean, yeah, it's just a lot of people of like, that are big in our generation finally having families. Is that what? it? I don't know. No, it's, had babies. No. no, 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 no. It's like people who are our age breaking into Hollywood. Oh, and their parents and it, are their parents are established. Fucking Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. <laughs> I don't know who you're referencing. Maya Hawke. I'm joking. <laughs> um, but so people were like, "How do you have both of them be your parents?" So people on TikTok would be like. I'm a nepotism baby. My mom, a first grade school teacher, right. and my father, an electrician, have yeah. really set me up for this. Like, and then they'll say they're probably like a very average job. Right. Like joking that like they're they're a, parent. they're a school electrician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that they're you know middle class, getting by family uh, is yeah. what set them up for their maybe middle class right. life. <laughs> no. Um. I, yeah, I saw somebody say something like, my mom was my third grade teacher. Does yeah. that make me a nepotism baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stuff like that. No, but it's always really funny because like there's a there's a trend that there's like a a meme format, I'll call it, where it's like somebody does something and they're like in the news or something and then it's just like, it, it suddenly blew up that people realized that like a young actor or actress or a young director or whatever. Tensive It's like, oh, if you go to their Wikipedia page, it's really weird that their parents have a hyperlink. Yeah. It's like you yeah. you only have a hyperlink if you are also notable, basically. Right. And so it like became this like long running thing. And then there's the whole thing where it's like never ask a woman her weight never ask a man or no never ask a woman her age never ask a man his wage and never ask and then it's like insert like celebrity and it'll always be something to like and then you literally look it up and it's like oh this person did some terrible thing or mm-hmm. oh of course their parents are Sounds literally like the that. reason they are in the industry that they're in and it's yeah. not because they actually have talent necessarily i mean they probably had a lot of training to gain skills yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying they don't like deserve it based on like talent all mm-hmm. the time, but I know there's situations for sure. Have had the training if it wasn't for well, right? Obviously, um, it's crazy. Though, I feel like, like the phrase nepotism baby or whatever will grow and become this really annoying thing because like I can see it. Like okay, gonna get overused. One thousand percent. I feel like it already basically is. Um, but I can picture it like in like fifteen years. You like are living in like more of a small town, like what we came from, and the few people who have like the family names, you're being like, oh, the freaking nepotism baby of the. But that's what blah, it blah, is. Blah. It is, and but like I guess it is on that, a small no, scale. No, like it's just we're no. If anything, we're just we're just calling more attention to nepotism. Like that's it. Like you know how the whole thing is like it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. It that's is, nepotism. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I that's guess. all that is. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like making connections, sure. But if your connection is my grandfather, like my connection is my grandfather, that's nepotism. Yeah. Like I'm getting into Harvard 
because my grandfather went and my 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 father went like you didn't fucking work hard you had a last name the first person worked hard maybe probably and then you're coasting now so i think calling attention to it is actually a good thing in some situations yeah i think there are situations i just and i think a small town is the perfect example of like (laughs) oh so and so can get away with anything because they're white and also because (laughs) of their fucking last name yeah yeah so what's crazy so like okay if a if a person works at a state university their child can go to that university for a discount or free is that nepotism No, I wouldn't say that's nepotism. I would say having a have like I would say a, a university having a strict requirement to have a 4.0 GPA mm, and letting yes. somebody whose father is a, or yeah, whose father is like a huge donor get in with a 3.2 GPA is nepotism. That's fair. Yeah. I agree. What's crazy is baseball. <clears throat> like you don't realize, and this isn't necessarily nepotism, it's just like, it more so just makes sense that like, it's like the whole acting thing where it's like you had the training and stuff. Like, I mean, you were surrounded by it from right. a very young age. So you either were very interested in it or you probably completely went the opposite way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it's only worth calling out if like, if Miley Cyrus wasn't a good singer mm-hmm. and she only got into music because her like dad was a singer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Band would be like, okay, well, she clearly doesn't have talent. But it's like, she's still trained in everything. So yeah. it's like, whatever. You get, okay, you get a leg up. Like she's more than proved success on her own. But baseball's like that. Like, yeah. it is just, you, somebody is related to somebody somehow. Yeah. Like almost nine times out of 10. It's crazy. Like, and sometimes it's, sometimes it's just like, their father played, never made it past AAA. But right. it's like, but their dad was still that close, which yeah. is insane. He had like the groundwork in to like know yeah. how to work at it. Or like um uh Mike Yastrzemski, like his grandfather was Carl Yastrzemski, who's like a great Boston Red Sox player, like mm-hmm. of all time. And it's like Mike Yastrzemski's kind of like whatever, but it's like he's got like the baseball blood in him, basically. And it's just like it's crazy. It is crazy. I think there's a fine line on like <laughs> what has been like handed. I mean, obviously, again, if you're raised in a situation where it's around you from a young age, you are just going to be more prone to like getting more access to it. Right. But also like, I don't know. It's hard to call when something is like been done unfairly just because of like your life circumstances versus like plenty of people still work hard to get in certain situations. But they'll always be, again, the like upper hand of i've been yeah i'm not saying since i was like eight (laughs) i'm not saying the kardashians don't work hard i'm saying that (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know i don't know where my line is calling uh i just know it's fine is it kylie was like the first like self-made billionaire it's like self-made that i don't really self-made i don't agree with self-made yeah anyway it's like saying elon musk like I don't even know what struggled. To, I don't even know what people say about him anymore. Struggled to get where he is today. Had to work hard to get there. What was it? What's the whole thing with him? Um, like from an early age, like what he had to build up or whatever. Something stupid. Doesn't even matter. 
but regardless yeah it was like a whole thing where he had to like come to america yeah and, you know with like no money to his name yeah yeah regardless <laughs> and then he also like he recently had an interview or not long ago where he basically was like i don't know where this whole like this whole like emerald mine thing came from like it's completely made up but then somebody pulled up an interview where he said it like oh he was like God. you won't believe this if i if i tell you but my father actually owned an emerald mine like <laughs> anyway if it act- if it genuinely would have been made up i would have been like damn that's crazy but like <laughs> to have literally talked about it previously okay so you wanted to do a deep dive. I'm doing a deep dive. We're we're, we're talking about, you know, <laughs> we did cereal. Uh-huh. Now you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about this being like a recurring thing on on Maybe soup. maybe monthly. Probably like one a month. Or just whenever like a subject comes up. Um Yeah. So this is I know last time was just like cereals a whole. This is a slightly more it's a specific story that occurred. It is baseball related. Um and that's because we're probably going to be talking about our trip to St. Louis, which I know we'll be talking about a million things that aren't baseball with that. But we went to St. Louis to watch baseball. So I thought it was a good lead in. And I heard this story on a podcast and it blew my mind that I'd never heard of it. And I wanted to see if you'd heard of it. And even if you have, I'm guessing not the detail that I will be saying it in. So um, I got the following story listening to my very long backlog of And That's Why We Drink. It is a true crime murder uh yeah, true crime and paranormal podcast, and it is hosted by M. Schultz and Christine Schieffer. And I'm so far behind. I know no one cares about this, but I'm very far behind on it. Um, where Christine Schieffer was out on basically maternity leave, and so they're having a bunch of hosts come in, and they had a- another true crime podcast called Wine and Crime, which is hosted by three people. Each of them took a week, like filling Christine's spot, and this story was told by. The host, um, Lucy, I tried finding a last name, couldn't find one, but Wine and Crime, the host, Louis Lucy, all three of them did a great job, but this was the story that really drew my uh, attention, and so both both great podcasts, I love those podcasts, I listen to, uh, and that's where we drink literally all the time, they have Wine and Crime on a good bit, and I think they're all really fun, but this episode was episode 259, called Ectoplasm, Happy Hour, and a Haunted Lawnmower, and the story covered by Lucy was 10 cent beer night have you heard of it yep (laughs) you have this is the one where (laughs) uh i forget what team it was let me see if i can get there but they decided to offer 10 cent beers yeah and people got so belligerently drunk yeah that i think they started throwing stuff onto the field oh just you. and i they might have stormed the field just you wait and the game if i remember correctly had to be called just wait (laughs) <laughs> and don't ruin my story okay i'm sorry but i'm gonna my guess for the team that ran the promotion was it the minnesota twins it was not was it the kansas city royals it was not was it is it still a team it is still a team okay Making sure it wasn't i'm literally gonna ruin it in like the first sentence so if you want to keep guessing about me where like in the country are they? Uh, I think it's considered Midwest. Midwest. Was it Milwaukee? No. Was it Chicago? No. Was it You're close location-wise. It wasn't Minnesota. I don't no, know why the twins Minnesota. were so in my head. Maybe they did something similar, but no. that's not the story. Um 
We had no excuse to not see them during college, but for some reason we never did. Cincinnati? Was it the Reds? No, it's the other Ohio Cleveland. Team. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize the now that. Guardians. Yes, the but at the Guardians. time they were the Spiders. Nope. Well, what, what were they? The Spiders. Yeah, I, they were the Cleveland Spiders at some point. They were like way back. Oh, we're not that way back. What foolish baseball call? They them. were before the Cleveland Guardians. They were the Cleveland Indians. Shelby, yeah, you bigot. I'm not the idiot who decided that was a good idea. That's the, yeah. And they can stayed we, too long. Yeah, we can talk about can it. Can we talk like, about that? It was my first line. <laughs> I just put, wow. Why? Why did it take this long, too? Why? I mean, why ever? But, like, people right. suck. So, like, but why did it take this long? But, like, okay, like, Indians. The f- football team? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's just heinous. Yeah, I mean, I don't like any of it. Like, imagine the uproar if a team was called the Cleveland Crackers, <laughs> and the and the and the mascot was uh, John Smith, <laughs> like, and he walked around, and it was just a basic ass white dude. Oh my god! You know? Yeah. People would be up in arms about that. That's racist. They would only be saying that because of the outcry for the fact that this shit is actually racist. But right, I right, digress. Right, 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 right. Um, so obviously I did hear this story from another podcast and there was really no other way to tell it. She said it basically as exactly as I read it on the line, but I did like research it and like look at it. But again, obviously I heard this from technically that's why we drink, but technically Lucy from Wine and Crime. End of story. So you ready for 10 cent beer night? I think I got it. Like I've. I mean, I yeah, it. but I, I just, I say small, like, game details. There's a lot of names, but I tried to always have, like, s- some kind of detail next to them um, and omit names when it's not really important because, of course, all the things were, like, this guy and then this guy. Um, I'm trying but, to think. This was in the 70s? Yeah, so June 4th, 1974 was the event. June 4th, 1974. Okay. Yeah. Good? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So this event that happens is, again, on a Tuesday, a Tuesday, keep that in your mind, um, June 4th, 1974, the game that was 10 cent beer night was the Texas Rangers at the home of the Cleveland Cleveland Indians. Um, This promotion was obviously created to help improve attendance to the game by offering low alcohol content beer for 10 cents each. The estimated cost in 2021 of a 10 cent beer would be 55 cents a drink, um, which was considered obviously a pretty heavy discount from the usual 65 cents a beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to in 2021, that 65 cent beer would equate to 3.57. So they went from spending almost four dollars a beer to spending 55 cents a beer in 1974. That was the promotion, and you might be asking yourself, was there a limit? purchase the limit to the purchase there most certainly was not absolutely not one site said completely unlimited another site said you could purchase six beers in one go but there was no limit the whole night to how many times you could come back and buy more right so regard basically unlimited is the answer to that but um i love i'm sure they were just like we don't want to hand someone like 20 in one go (laughs) and that was their way of like kind of controlling the situation 
So the Cleveland Indians had held similar promotions previously, including a nickel beer day in 1971. There was no reported events from that day, but clearly they're like, that's their thing. It's like these really cheap beer nights. Um, so a week- Which tells me that they must have had like awful attendance they definitely regularly. did, yeah. Let's see, the attendance for this game, do you have that? I have it oh, at, okay. at right. the final night, yeah. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. Um, so leading up to this event, I don't are the Rangers and the Guardians like rivals? Because they wrote the Rangers, it as like they were at the time. Maybe at the time. I don't know what the nineteen seventy four landscape of baseball was, but yeah. the Rangers uh currently are an AL West team while the Indian or the Guardians now are an AL Central team. Mm. Um I don't know though because you know there was there's they're shifting every now and again right. in baseball. Right. Uh, I mean it wasn't that long ago that the NL had 16 teams and the AL had 14 teams. Right. And then they I just made the Astros an <laughs> AL team and it's 15-15. Uh but like the Brewers used to be an AL team, now they're an NL team so on and so forth so they could have been in the same i mean the if you think about for the most part baseball's pretty good about like if you're in the east you're probably if you're a team that is on the east of the u.s yeah. you're probably in the nl or al east yeah except for the pirates they're in the <laughs> nl central right but you know like for the yeah. most part that's how it works and so when you think about the rangers texas would be central right same with like the astros astros yeah. were nl central so maybe they were in the same division is what I'm getting at. I also just feel like something can happen in the in a game and then they can be like, ooh, and like that carries on for like so long, depending yeah. on the build of the team at the time and like how long those players are sticking around. Yeah, but the problem is that for the most part, um, you're absolutely right. I'm trying to think. But also the Blue I know Jays and they the Rangers. Play themselves less frequently. Blue Jays and the Rangers, I think, had like a, a little spat. Yeah. Um you know rivalry yeah typically those rivalries only last for the length of a series right maybe it for the rest of the year right but you don't play a team outside of your division especially previously it's gonna right. change but like you don't play a team outside of your division enough for there to be like bad blood interesting yeah i wasn't sure and they didn't really go into detail like, but they made it sound like even before all of this things were tense between the teams um, and then this obviously just like was an escalation of events. Gotcha. Yeah. Like until this coming year, this this next baseball season. Yeah. Uh, you'd play every team in your division like 19 times each. Yeah. Yeah. And then you would play every other team like six or seven times hmm. in in your league. Right. And then you wouldn't even play the other league. And that's right. all changing. Gotcha. Well, the week prior to 10 cent beer night. What's up, Grogu? Do you want to hear about baseball? <laughs> the week prior to 10 cent beer night um they were in arlington with the rangers uh and there had been a b bench clearing brawl um which obviously left things great for leading up to 10 cent beer night and i'm now going to describe some of the events of the week prior to 10 cent beer night so they're at they're in texas for the game um it began in the fourth inning when a walk occurred for rangers tom grieve which was then followed by a single. So there are two people on base. Mm -hmm. um, and when the following batter hit, the Indians' third baseman, John Lowenstein, retired the first runner, but when throwing to second, the uh, one who had hit the single slid into the second baseman, 
thus disrupting the play. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was called safe. Um, so obviously fans were not happy because it is fair to say when they say slid into the second baseman was basically taken out <laughs> yeah and and thinking about like old school baseball yeah. <laughs> sliding into second base was like you as a runner had the right to try and murder the person covering the base <laughs> right. it was ridiculous yeah i mean there's a video of a dude like full-on body checking somebody like in the base path and like nobody batted an eye they were that's crazy with, like all this other stuff yeah, yeah. So that obviously caused some anger and I'm sure back and forth I can literally picture like baseball today people are like yelling and like the ums trying to like get everything under control um but it did cause for pretty good like crowd outcry um same game the Rangers no sorry the Indians decided to retaliate so the bottom of the 8th Indians pitcher uh, Mitt Wilcox threw behind Randall's legs, the guy who had slid into their second baseman. And then eventually Randall did bunt, but he was tagged off by the pitcher. And immediately following the tag, the pitcher, um, sorry, immediately following the tag, the hitter, Randall, elbowed the pitcher, like for obviously no good reason, just because he's angry. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately following that, Indian's first baseman, responded by punching him in the face and which ended with both benches clearing for an all-out brawl um and during this event the rangers fans were throwing their food and beer at the indians um team and the catcher of the team of the cleveland indians had to be restrained from entering the stands to fight the fans like everyone was like pissed wait Rangers fans Rangers fans were throwing food at the Indians but this was in Cleveland no this was in Texas the week prior oh you're talking about the event prior yeah okay I gotcha. Yeah. Like this is I what thought you were talking about I thought you were talking about Tencent beer night. no already no this is the week prior gotcha which leads up to the escalation gotcha um but like they're already throwing shit at the Cleveland team yeah in Texas over a brawl that was like two seconds but still was a brawl um i mean the first baseman did punch one of their hitters in the face (laughs) um but so obviously everything came under control but the catcher did have to be restrained from entering the stand to fight the fans and which i can only imagine seeing that happen in real life if we're talking about this we should talk about malice at the palace where when ron artest went into the crowd and started beating the shit out of people because they absolutely (laughs) fucking deserved it I think you real quick co- you can cover that some more if, if you want to. You as a fan, like, because this started happening after like people were able to go back to games because like there was a year where this thing called COVID oh, happened, yeah. and um, like you know, sporting events had. I mean, no... it's still happening, but they I didn't let. Oh, I know they didn't let people. But in uh, but yeah, like there was no crowding. Yes, yes, yes. And when people started coming back, it was like we just didn't know how to act anymore as human beings. And so, like, people were constantly throwing, like, water bottles or, like, just shit, like, you know, dumping beer on players. That's and, like, disgusting. I know. And uh, I think that the league is stupid. I think, like, when you buy a ticket, it should be you waiving your rights as I feel like you person. probably are. No, you aren't because you're, like, protected that, like, if a basketball flies into the, into oh. the seats and you break your nose, like, the team's probably going to have to do something for you, like, all this other shit. But, like, it's so ridiculous because like players get like huge reprimands for basically being treated like 
less than human. Yeah. And I think that They're like a bunch of show ponies. Yeah, I think that like if you fucking buy a ticket like and then you act out of line and like even if you say an obscene like a, like an obs- uh, obscenity to a player if it goes far enough, that player has every right to beat your ass. Because, <laughs> like... I just want to know, like, I'm laughing because, to me, the whole situation is crazy. Like, that's why I'm laughing. I would never, ever, ever, ever be someone who thinks I have the right or the want to, like, do that. And it is crazy to me when I he- overhear people or overhear stories absolutely saying the craziest things, like, acting like they have, like, they fucking own the team yeah. and, like, have the right to, Oh, like, like when people, like, when people, people, like, go into a player's DMs and are, like, yeah. thanks for costing me my fantasy game, yeah. and then they, like, call them the N-word or something, so and then stupid. the player screenshots it and posts it yeah. because they decide, you know what, I'm gonna have that energy today, yeah. and then the, the dumb fucking kid who said it in the first place is just, like, I don't know why you have to put me on blast like that, like, and then people, like, defend them, they're, like, he's just a kid, you know, and it's just, like, no! No, because somewhere he got such a sense of entitlement that, like, I don't know what the fuck someone did wrong there. I think if you throw a beer at a player, yeah, if you throw food at a player, you deserve to have your ass beat. I kind of do too. And like here, and I'm like the type of person where like Kyle Lowry, I'm going off on a tangent, basketball player. Yeah, I fucking hate Kyle Lowry. Okay. Most punchable face in the NBA. And here's the thing: (laughs) you would never. If I had the op, no. If I had the opportunity to punch him in the face uh-huh. knowing full well i'm about to get my ass kicked yeah. i'd probably take the opportunity okay but i would understand that there's <laughs> there's there's repercussions repercussions for my actions gotcha i gotcha you know i'm yeah. not just gonna throw a beer at him or punch him in the face and then run right um i'm gonna be that person i don't know all of your qualms with that person but watching a sport i sit there and i go you know what i'm watching a game I'm watching a bunch of people play a game that they clearly worked hard to be here and like have to do a lot of things and like they put their body through a lot. But at the end of the day, someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. And then I'm going to go home and my life's going to continue. And I know that's from me, not a mega sports fan. So I know some people are like, like, I don't want to say like it's just a game because I know people hate hearing that, but it's just a game. Like me being there doesn't change the outcome of the game. Me yelling doesn't change the outcome of the game. I can enjoy the game. I can go, oh, that sucked. We lost. And then it's over. Yeah. And there's no need for it to like ruin my day, ruin my life, be the thing I have to yell about at work the next day. Yeah. I don't need to like vow that like, I don't know, I'm going to like do something stupid Uh the next time this player does. Like that's insane to me. Yeah. I don't understand. I can't really. It does. Like my head can't be Well, my qualms with Kyle Lowry are if you see his face- And then you see the facial expressions he makes during a game. Okay. You too would say, I'm not "Wow, saying, he has a punchable." I'm face. not saying I won't get an, I don't get annoyed with people, and I'm not like oh, I'm not a big fan of them. I just it's the next level of like, I feel like like it's like this feeling of needing to take something in your own hands. Like I feel like that's how some fans see it. Is like they need to take action to their own hands. Like that's gonna do anything, and like they have the right to do that mm-hmm. in a sports game that they're watching. Like you are nothing, in all honesty. <laughs> like that's what I don't understand. It's like feeling needs to take the next step. I'm not saying you can't dislike, like, love, hate. I don't care. Like uh, you're gonna have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Like if anything, most of them are drumming up that opinion to like get a reaction. But like it's it's the next step of feeling needing to do something right. about it. Well, if the Cardinals don't win the World Series this year, <laughs> I'm gonna take matters into my own hands. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna own the team. Okay, <laughs> you do that. 
<laughs> so anyway, things got out of hand. This is the game in Texas the week before Ten Cent Beer Thank Night. You. You're welcome. I definitely did say that, but I think you were Googling the 70s roster of both teams. I swear I said it. Sorry if I didn't, but I swear I said it. Um, no one was suspended. The game was not forfeited. No players were ejected. All of the above. Rangers won 3-0. <laughs> Different times. <laughs> so, after the- baseball was still baseball. <laughs> there were no bat flips and... <laughs> after the game in Cleveland... Oh, nope, sorry. Skip the paragraph. After the game, a Cleveland reporter asked Rangers manager Billy Martin, quote, are you going to take your armor to Cleveland? And to which he responded, quote, nah, they won't have enough fans there to worry about. Nice. <laughs> which in normal circumstances is probably true. <laughs> but it's a great dunk. It's pretty funny. Um, but the week leading up, animosity was growing. Sports reporters, of course, sports like talk radio hosts are like drumming up excitement, you know, the usual. Right. We can all imagine it. Um, like, oh, now the Rangers are coming to Cleveland, they're getting everyone riled up. And of course, uh, even Cleveland's attendance was seventh of twelve in in seventy four. Really, that's not bad. But also, we think about it's a Tuesday night game, like it's a midweek series, right. which right. does influence. Um, I don't know the way they're talking. They were acting like they generally didn't have good attendance, but I no mean, one was giving numbers. People were just like talking about it. Like of all fans, Cleveland's not going to get into it. Like that's kind of how they were acting, about right? It. It's like in 2022, you're like, I'm going to a Pirates game. The fans don't care. <laughs> like, I feel like that's how they talked about it. Like, you were going to a Pittsburgh Pirates game. Right. But regardless. Um, um, the week also leading up to it, there were small cartoon strips published in a local newspaper that this just goes to show how absolutely stupid it is that no one had it. I'm not saying no one, but the general population didn't have an issue with the Cleveland Indians being named the Cleveland Indians. Um, was there was a small cartoon strip published showing Chief Wahoo, their mascot at the time. Super offensive mascot. Yes. Um, holding a pair of boxing clubs with the caption, be ready for anything. So clearly they're trying to amp up like everyone. And adding the fact that it's 10 cent beer night, I'm sure they were going wild being like, oh my God, we're actually going to have like a good threshold of people come. And it's Cleveland. Yeah. The worst part of the country. <laughs> As the good place says, like you're stuck in like a medium place. Yeah, like, no, Cleveland. but I think Cleveland is not medium at all. I think Ohio's dog shit. <laughs> Cleveland's dog shit. The, 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 I mean, the football team's name is literally the Browns, yeah. which is amazing cleveland is and what are the names of their sports teams they're uh they're the team that fucking traded for deshaun watson while he had all of those yeah lawsuits against him like just garbage just <laughs> i mean there's a reason lebron left you know Ooh. take that Ooh. Cleveland. so it is now 10 cent beer night tuesday Again, middle of the week game, generally pretty low in attendance. This promotion drew, according to a source, 25,000 fans, mm -hmm. which was twice the expected amount of their promotion. Um, they were handing out 12 fluid ounce cups of beer for 10 cents a piece. Again, technically six cups per purchase, but no limit of purchases throughout the game. And you said a normal beer costs 65 cents, right? Yeah, which for us is like just over 
just under four bucks. Right. It went to from about four dollars now to about fifty five cents now. And that's what they were spending in right. their in their really No, but so what I'm getting spending. at is if you were buying six beers, yeah. you were buying six for the price of one. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And that's insane. That is insane. And <laughs> I hate. That and again, you... it's very like low grade, low alcohol content, but they're buying them in quantities. I also hate that you drew attention to the fact that sixty five cents then is yeah. now four dollars now, but a beer costs you thirteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. Granted, you might get more than just twelve ounces, and it's probably a higher grade beer, but still. But still, I don't disagree with you. They're technically twenty twenty one numbers. Wake up, but people. I can't imagine. Wake up. Twenty twenty three is that different. So regardless, our country is a mess. <laughs> because of beer costs um rangers very quickly took a five to one lead um and the crowd was getting right quickly somewhat quickly so it looks like in uh yeah no but uh after after their half of the sixth inning yeah they were up five to one yeah go ahead cool um so early into the game Cleveland's Leron Lee hit a line drive into the stomach of the Rangers pitcher, Ferguson Jenkins. Fergie Jenkins. Fergie Jenkins is a... I'm looking at this, and the only (laughs) name I recognize is is Fergie Jenkins. He was a pitcher. Yep. (laughs) Um, For the Rangers. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, He was pretty good. He... uh, Won a, Cy- won a Cy Young. I think he like finished pretty high. He had a really good career. Really nice. strong career. Very strong. Um, and I want to say he was probably... Uh, no, I guess when he was with the Rangers, this was coming off of his stint with Chicago, where he's like relatively well-known for. Um, like That's where he was like... In his height, and then like yeah. he'd hit free agency, and he yeah. went to the Rangers. And so seventy four was his first year with the Rangers. He finished second in Cy Young voting that year. Wow. Um. So he, gets he got hit with a line drive. Hit with a line drive in the stomach, which if anyone can't imagine, I'm sure very uncomfortable. Um. And he I mean, it's like getting punched in the gut. You yeah. Le- you get the wind knocked out. And of he you. immediately drops to the ground, obviously. To which, uh, fans. So a Rangers pitcher yep. fell in cleveland and the cleveland fans started cheering basically like hit him again hit him harder like they're already like everyone's hit him again you know something really easy to try and do it was literally i i know but regardless um they're already cheering to like basically cause more harm to the other team um throughout the game there were multiple run on the fields by fans including a woman who ran onto the fields um they said infield and flashed her boobs and tried to <laughs> kiss the umpire yes which of all the people on the field you're going after the umpire were they nice the boobs oh i don't know i didn't look up photo if that's what you're asking um <laughs> see what i can do <laughs> um apparently tried to kiss the umpire nestor chilak um later a fully naked man ran onto the field and slid into second base um and even after that a father-son duo as written, um, ran out onto the field and began mooning the fans. Uh, so this is all happening throughout the game as the innings go on. Um, it is later reported fans had brought firecrackers into the game and were setting them off in the stands as well as just chucking them into the field, causing chaos. Um, 
more and more fans are running onto the field from time to time disrupting play um players are getting straight up food and drinks thrown at them all of the above of course none of this even includes what people are just screaming like that already can cause chaos mm-hmm. like you know you're in stadiums where people are just yelling and now like things are being th- like that is barely even covered because like everything else is so much worse that's happening um one player is almost hit in the head by an empty gallon jug of thunderbird which i didn't know what that was um but it quote it is a flavored fortified wine basically cheap ass alcohol like would college me have purchased this yes. probably yeah but it's in a gallon container it generally gallon. a gallon <laughs> jug and it generally had an alcohol content between 13 and 20 percent and an entire gallon was emptied probably glass and thrown at a player so like people were bringing who knows what into the stadium and drinking themselves in addition to the 10 cent beer night um at one point in the game there was an argument over a call that was made um an indian player was called safe at third which the rangers argued against but my assumption is it's stuck but somehow in the arguing and continuing of the game this player who had been called safe was cleated so hard by the rangers players he had to leave the game from injury <laughs> um and which of course caused an outburst from the cleveland fans um which caused more screaming throwing of items onto the field etc cetera, etc cetera. a quote from sports writer paul jackson in a 2008 article recap of the event um quote early on the demand for beer surpassed the indians capacity to ferry it to concession stands And a luminary, perhaps the same person who suggested the promotion in the first place, decided to allow fans to line up behind the outfield fences and have their cups filled directly from Stroh's company's trucks. The promotion achieved critical mass at that moment as weaving, hooting cues of people refilled via industrial spigot. So they're just going out and filling from the truck directly because they can no longer keep filling the indoor uh, rations of alcohol in the bottom of the ninth the indians managed to tie the game yes (laughs) so right at the end of the game they managed to tie the game looks like uh the game got down to the final out really that's what this looks like wow i can't believe the article and say that fergie and so the rangers just sent out fergie he pitched five and two thirds and then steve fukalt or falcalt pitched three innings so that puts them at eight and two thirds, which in baseball, two thirds is like the outs. Yeah. You know, so they you literally pitched, had one he, in a, one out. Left. They combined to pitch eight innings and yeah. two outs. So right. Eight completed innings, two outs into the ninth. They had one out to get. Oh, my God. OK, so I can't believe none of them said that. Um. So, you know, no, the- I don't know if that's one out to get or if like. They tied it and yeah. then they got another out and right. then shit like hit the fan. That's true. But. They were one out from finishing the inning at the very least. Right. I don't know if they were one out from finishing the game. Gotcha. Regardless, close to the end of the game, the Cleveland Indians managed to tie it. And at this point, the situation got completely out of hand. <laughs> a fan. This was like one of the only fans named in the entire article. So I love that like this is now tied to him for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. uh, which he was 19 in the 70s. So like, I'm not going to do math, but nepotism, baby. Whatever. <laughs> Yep. Um, 19-year-old Terry Yerkick attempted to run onto the field. Well, he ran onto the field and was trying to steal one of the Rangers outfielders' ball caps. 
that's basically playing like chase the outfielder. Um, so obviously it is said the outfielder is just kind of like, what the fuck? Like nothing is happening yet, but he's kind of like, obviously like they're kind of dancing around each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, Rangers team manager, Billy Martin assumes, which fair to assume his players being attacked and he orders, he basically runs out onto the field, followed by the entire dugout, all of them armed with baseball bats, like ready to defend their players for like anything that's about to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, in response, Fans start charging onto the field. Some are reported to have been armed with knives, chains, and blunt weapons fashioned out of pieces of the stadium seats they had ripped out of the ground um, and, like, ripped apart chairs to, like, bring onto the field and hit people with. Um, people who stay in the stands are grabbing anything they can and are just chucking it at the field, trying to hit fans. It's reported at one point 200 fans surrounded the team of 25 Rangers. Like all just kind of like what's about to happen, which this this event was like actually pretty well photographed. Like if you just Google ten cent beer night, yeah. So I have you see the chaos. Like this isn't like like you can see it was absolute chaos. Yeah, I've got uh yeah, got images. And there's like zoomed out ones where there's just like fans everywhere. Like the field is a mess. Yep. Like I like hearing about it isn't. Diving naked in a second. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like a mess. Oh yeah, it's like I would never have wanted to be there in my life because that sounds terrifying. It is. It was reported at one point by the seventh inning. It was estimated all sober fans went home <laughs> because yeah. it was getting so rambunctious that like probably anyone who wasn't also getting inebriated was like, "I'm done. Let's go home." Um. So at seeing the like surrounded Rangers. The Cleveland manager, Ken Aspermonte, ordered his player to grab their bats and, like, come to the assistance of the Rangers because he's, like, they're going about to get fucked up. Like, this is not okay. Um, so the whole, basically, like, chaos occurs. Cleveland Indian players are most definitely, like, just hitting anyone who's coming near a baseball player. So, obviously, they're basically attacking their own fans. They were hitting people with bats? Yes. Well, the player, the fans are there with weapons because there probably wasn't fucking security to get into the stadium. Right. They've also just ripped up parts of the stadium. Most of and the fans have, are probably white, so. <laughs> have blunt objects. Like, they have pieces of stadium in their hands to just whack whoever's near them. So, yes, the players came on the field with their bats and, like, whatever they could get their hands on, which was basically bats. Um, and they're just hitting anyone who's near a baseball player. Like, they're just trying to get the baseball players out of there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, So... People were breaking their chairs out of the ground and fully chucking them onto the field, uh -huh. including the Indians relief pitcher, Tom Hilgendorf, who was completely hit in the head by one, um, like a full-blown fucking stadium seat, um, which I'd love to know how those were fashioned into the stadium. Because like today, those things are like bolted down. Right. And I'm sure they weren't to that degree in the 70s, but like I'd love to know how they were constructed in the 70s. Because how are people just ripping them out of the ground? Because I'm sure they were fashioned in some way. Like you can't tell me they were just like fucking lawn chairs sitting there, like asking to be picked up. But regardless, um, people were obviously fist fighting. The two teams, there it's just everyone fighting in the entire infield. Um, the two teams finally managed to retreat to the dugouts and eventually into their clubhouses, basically going in groups like, you know, safety in numbers situation. Mm -hmm. um, they fled to their clubhouses and locked the doors while the, while the crowd basically just ransacked the infield. 
they went through the dugouts, they stole the bases, they were ripping apart the stadium further just to cause chaos. Um, which can you imagine? Like, okay, you're you're you grew up in Cleveland and you're like grandfather. Uh, I mean, yeah, like your grandfather's like, oh, grandpa, how'd you get that? Uh, oh, third base. Yeah, grandpa, why do you have? Why is there blood? On yeah, <laughs> why do you have a? baseball base oh i yeah. stole it yeah like what i was a piece of shit yeah but i feel like that would be so honestly i can already sense that was someone's like pride and joy yes that they stole that yes but um so obviously they're just like ransacking the entire field the poor umpire who is still on the like i don't know when he managed to get out like it doesn't say like he got out with one of the teams so the poor ump is just down there um Umpire crew chief Chilak decided there would be no order returned to the game and forfeited the game to Texas. Um, this same uh, crew chief was attacked and had he had basically multiple injuries, but like he was hit in the head with a stadium seat, like he had rocks thrown at him, like all of the above. Um, he was quoted to have called the, I mean, it, they're, it's a full blown riot at this point. So he called the rioters uncontrollable beasts and that he'd never seen anything like that except in a zoo like he's like these are fucking animals out here um it is reported the riot continued for 20 minutes of them just ransacking the stadium um while joe tate and herb score are calling it live on the radio they never cut the broadcast it was being called the entire time so can you imagine sitting in your house what on a Tuesday even, night? What are you even calling at that point? I don't know. I bet it's, there's probably like maybe clips of it somewhere. Right, but like what? Like what is there I to even say? No, I like, don't know. Like you're just saying this over and over again. This is the crazy. I have never seen anything like this before probably, in my life. That's probably. it. Over and over again. Yes. Oh, this is just terrible. Yes. Like, are you going? Are you doing a play-by-play? Oh, and it looks like the woman in pink <laughs> has just picked up another stadium chair. And she's going after crew chief Herb, whatever his name is. Chilak or whatever. Like, oh, so, yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know, but it was being called the entire time. Like, they never cut calling it. Um, so finally, the local police or city police showed up and finally restored order, arresting nine fans. There were 25,000 people there. They did which, their best. Hey, the situation, hey, like, who knows? It's a tough job. Who knows who left at that point? Who knows where everyone was? Like, if people obviously the police show up, I'm sure people are just fucking running. Like, I'm not saying like you're gonna capture 25,000 people. That is not at all what I'm saying. But for the chaos that ensued, nine people. That means those nine people were still ready to. They keep were, going. yeah. They they, <laughs> they were the worst of the worst. They, yeah, they would have had to have been. They were ready to keep like moving. Like they were gonna keep ripping shit up if they were arrested. Um, later that evening, the Cleveland players escorted the Rangers to their team bus basically like bodyguarding them to make sure like no one was sticking around to cause any problems um so that was basically the whole event following the event obviously there was a ton of press around it the cleveland gm blamed the umps for losing control of the game and they were like you just you didn't have it under control which very quickly multiple sport writing outlets were like you weren't there you wouldn't have done shit either like immediately were like you weren't down there shut up like <laughs> you made the you made the beers 10 cents yeah exactly but he's blaming the umps yeah, obviously not to be like someone in our organization fucked up um also classic i can't be to blame well right this exactly this couldn't possibly be my fault exactly exactly um which when occam's razor is literally <laughs> staring you in the face 
the American League, uh, so AL president Lee McPhail at the time, said there's no question beer played a part in the riot. Obviously. Obviously, it was not the ump losing control of the game. Like Maybe whatever. this is what caused beer. Maybe this is why beer is so expensive now. <laughs> they were like, we can't afford this situation. So all the stadiums immediately hiked up the price. So the game ended 5-5, but was forfeited to the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, there's no like really deep dive into this, but Cleveland Indians had three more beer nights planned for the season. And instead of canceling them, they just set an alcohol limit to all of them. And at least from what I could tell, there was no reported right events going forward um so you were limited to four beers per person but it's low alcohol i'm not saying no, you no, still no. can't no no, no 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 so the new limit was yeah. four and the 10 cent beer night that this riot happened yeah you could get six beers in, in one, one go. go yeah exactly but they supposedly limited it to four per person for the rest of the whole event for the remaining three Beer nights. And that was um, ten cent beer night. Crazy. <laughs> so apparently, like, um, at least Lucy was saying this in the and that's how we drink episode that like the Cleveland Guardians still sell a merch from time to time that's like I survived, survived like I like, survived <laughs> I survived ten cent beer night or like big moments in like cleveland history and like 10 cent beer night will be like the fourth one on the list sometimes it's crossed out to be like don't pay attention to it like there's you can get merch like all over the place um that's related to 10 cent beer night like they both kind of lean into it and both kind of like make fun of it um because obviously like one it wasn't that long ago and like two like it's it's now it was 50 years ago i know but i'm saying that's like okay that's like my like my mom she wouldn't have like Time-wise, she wouldn't have been, but some people could be like, my mom could have been there. Like, my dad could have been there. Like, that's not that removed, like, as a human. That's what I'm saying. Like, again, people in Cleveland. Right, but, like, the I'm sure steroid they could... era hasn't even happened yet I'm sure... <laughs> at that point. Michael Jordan hasn't even stepped foot that's on a true. basketball court. I'm not saying people would remember it like it's yesterday, but, like, you can imagine in Cleveland, people's parents and or grandparents very easily have a story of, like, hearing that. I'm sure. Like, very easily. Mm-hmm. They're, like, either Maybe. we're there mm-hmm. or, like, oh, my God, I was listening to the radio that night. And, like, it was the craziest thing I've ever heard, and I'm sure it was in the papers for, like, weeks. I was listening to the radio that night. Yeah, you broke ass. <laughs> I have a TV. I have two TVs in my living room. What's wow. Up? Wow, that's great. Say something. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Crazy. And I'm guessing, I don't know, I'm guessing if you go to Cleveland, maybe they, I'm sure it's like, I'm sure they have, what, like some kind of baseball museum. I'm sure. Probably related, not. Related to the Guardians. Um, Probably not. I'm sure there's like information on it. Stuff like that. But yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. I had a feeling you probably would have at least heard of it. Yeah, I knew all but about I, it. But I, I mm. knew all about it. The play-by-play is like crazy to me. Yeah, it is. Like For reading sure. it. No, yeah, it's hard to. Um, MLB Network used to always do like over the summer mm-hmm. in the mornings. They would do like top ten, and like one of the things would be like top ten funniest moments in baseball history or top okay. ten craziest moments and like stuff like that, right? Right. And like that was It would make it on there early a yeah. bit. That makes sense. So I, I definitely heard of it. And it gets brought up every now and again. Too. I'm sure. Probably I honestly probably anytime the Guardians and the Rangers play, there's a good chance it comes up. I'm sure, yeah. If they're playing in Cleveland. Right. 
But yeah, it's crazy. I guess one, it goes to show uh, fans have always felt entitled. <laughs> like it's not a new thing. It's not that I thought it was, but it's sometimes you just have moments. Like you said, coming back from like people are finally allowed to go see things in person. Yeah, but it it's... felt like there was a surge oh, of yeah. inappropriate action. But like, and I'm sure there was. Um, but also it goes to show like sometimes people always just suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like a newfound tr- uh, trend. It is funny though, because like I couldn't see something like this happening. Me today. neither. Like no. that would never happen. I'd hope like, not. Like it would never <laughs> like get anywhere with the idea of having a 10 cent beer night but like i I don't think a riot would ever like break out and there's a team called the philadelphia phillies (laughs) and those fans are batshit um (laughs) they like climb greased light poles for whatever reason right and like even that i couldn't see people happening like that happening this is a different time, as they say. Definitely. Um, and it's crazy because like as you like have brought up previously, like with us talking about baseball and then you kinda of brought it up here, like the sport as a whole used to get away with so much more like player versus player violence and like in intense moments. And like today it's like Today you spike your bat and you get thrown at. Which is dumb. Yeah, like there's whatever. In hindsight, because fifty years ago <laughs> right. you could slide into somebody's nuts. <laughs> rupture a testicle and the game would continue no question and yeah and that person would die on the field and you'd keep playing it, yeah like it is crazy the level like the level of player i'll say violence used to be higher um but yeah i don't i don't know like i i guess but like this is the, i'm not saying it's the only sense of, of the only time that like a a, a full-out game-wide riot occurred but like that level of intensity, seeing that amongst players will obviously get fans riled. Like, it's just like, it's crazy that all the circumstances fall together. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, how did it happen? Like, obviously, again, alcohol is a huge effect to it. But like, I'm just like, how? How did like, it obviously wasn't 25,000 by the end of the night. But like, obviously, quite a few thousand people stuck around to be like, we're going to fuck this shit up. And it's just like, how did it get there? Like, how did it get there? Especially because a week prior, people were already throwing shit onto the field. Mm-hmm. Like, alcohol not involved to the level no, of the week later. It was still involved. To the level of the week later. Right. Like, they didn't have the ease of access to it like they did. And it's like, shit's already getting thrown. So, like, that's what leads me to believe there clearly was a rivalry between the two before all of it mm, maybe i'm guessing i don't know maybe people, I think people were in so the 70s pissed. were just quick to anger you think i think people like you know i think people are still obviously very angry yeah today i'll say i've seen people get really mad at a sports game over a lot less <laughs> but i think yeah but i think like the level of which like you're mad yeah and then willing to do something yes right and i think like i think everybody just had a really short fuse then um, mostly because they were like were probably beaten by their parents. Um, so I was waiting to see where that was going. And uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like people now have like a bit of a longer like the average fuse is a bit uh-huh. longer. I would say, unless you're in the Northeast, <laughs> Boston, maybe. Yeah, the whole thing's crazy. Um, and again, I I laugh at the insanity of it all. I, very, obviously, yeah. if I was hearing that happen, I would be like mortified. It's very absurd. Yeah, I obviously don't want anyone to get hurt. And like to me, in the end, it's a very stupid thing to get physically angry over, yeah. like and cause such chaos. Um, 
but yeah i just i like have to chuckle at the craziness of it because i can just like fat like again being able to look back on it and just see the whole night ending in chaos is just like wild yeah it's a good story (laughs) i would never have wanted to live it or hear it in live right ever (laughs) because that would be terrifying right well baseball hopefully i didn't get too muddled in baseball no that was me i kept bringing up stuff no i was fine with it and i was hoping you would i was just trying to like kind of keep players and teams straight and like have some like oh this is what was happening before everything went down but yeah well the next two weeks probably the next two weeks i would say we probably have two weeks worth of stories to share um between the travel and then the actual being in st louis yeah so a little baseball a little extra baseball will be sprinkled in but we'll that'll be kept more to a minimum it'll be much more about us than about baseball. Much more about <laughs> us and our experiences <laughs> yeah i think it'll be fun but i had to lead into it with the chaotic baseball story love it it's fun yeah what's the uh what's the next deep dive gonna be i have no idea cool the fact that uh, you're lucky i heard about this on a podcast a week and a half ago or i'd have nothing this week well maybe i'll make look at my hair yeah Maybe I'll make a uh, another game. Whoa. I'm down. Maybe I'll make something similar to Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise Did the he game. die? Did he die? <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> Let's find out or whatever I called it. Yeah. And then I deleted the note. That was so good. Oh, You're my God. You're the worst. I'm an idiot. Yeah. But anyway, so something similar to that. I'd be down. Maybe it'll be about Tom Cruise again. Did he die in these movies? It won't be that, but you it'll know. be actor, Scientologist, or <laughs> nepotism baby. All of the above. Ooh. <laughs> Could get into something like that. So yeah. <laughs> Look forward to that, but that won't be until after. Yeah, it'll be in a few weeks. Same but moment. yeah, uh good times are coming. I hope you enjoyed the deep dive, even if you're not the biggest fan of baseball. Um I still think what's it's a good what's a good, a good story. baseball soup? Look at soup you enjoy on a hot summer day. Mm, um, Italian wedding. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> yum. No, you, have to get, you have to get clam chowder if you're in Boston. <sighs> do in people, the, do they the, sell clam chowder in the stadium? I hope not. Me too. In the, in the hot summer heat. You can only offer it in September and beyond. The end of the season. It'd be great for end of season games. Or early. That's true. April. Yeah. There's a timeline to when you can offer clam chowder. Hell, when we went in like June, it was cold. I know. That was stupid. Yeah. The end. Bye. Bye.